I love just as soon as they tell me, it's like, is this for kids? Because they won't even let you process the video now until you say, is it for kids or not made for kids? And I fucking love the not made for kids button. Fuck them kids. <laughs> On uh, what? YouTube and Anchor. Okay. Anchor, Anchor, you have to put clean or explicit. And obviously, I don't think I've ever clicked clean a day in my life. Yeah, you probably shouldn't. That, that might be real bad. <laughs> that might be false advertisement at its finest. Mommy, why do you say my favorite player was a bitch nigga? <laughs> <laughs> on hey, YouTube a... It's on YouTube Kids. <laughs> Give trapped me the views. In, trapped inside a Nuzlocke. Fun fact, supposedly, um, and YouTube will never confirm or deny this, low-key, you only get your ad revenue stopped. You don't lose what you already made. So if you got in the system and you got your 30 million views, 40 million views off kids, and they tell you, all right, now we're demonetizing you forever, I, I'm still loading my 30, 40 million up until this point. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I'm like, if well, you I mean, they can't, they can't do anything about it. They just... Like, that's the interesting thing with the YouTube ecosystem. Like, if it's a video where people can, like, go back to, mm-hmm. like, your your video has life. Yeah. Like, a life of its own. Like, so if kids are constantly watching your stuff, like. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh. oh, this week I got 10,000 views. Next week, maybe I get 20,000 views on it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just ad revenue accumulating. Facts. Heard that YouTube, not made for kids. With that being said, appreciate everybody. I will not say the N-word. With that said, appreciate everyone for tuning in to another episode of A&M, basically a one-piece podcast. We got, it is Matt and I, of course, you know us. You probably don't like us that much, but we're here again. Um, I'm actually liking right now. It's like, so I'm looking, I, I can see outside of my window at the moment, right? Is where uh, my desk is set up in my room. You could see outside of my window too. I can, and I'm liking this like double. Like I could see like in La Mesa. I can see El Cajon. Like it's like I get the best of both yeah, worlds, man. man. Like this is this Wait, is a treat. Did you, can we can we bleep that? Or, nah, uh, nah, nah, nah. Niggas, niggas live in La Mesa, <laughs> man. Go find them. All you gotta Am do I? is all you gotta do is search all of La Mesa. Find find that Chase Bank that burned down. Bam. Oh, with that. <laughs> So, I want to start here, and this is a um, – no, let me say this. You need to – I don't know what your list is um, for your books to read, um, but Kyoshi needs to go to the top. Did you read it? I found a totally legal, possibly leaked, um, version of the book online, totally legal, went through Nickelodeon and everything, of course, paid my X amount of undisclosed dollars. Fam, fam, that needs to go to like, cause you I read was the whole ready. thing though. You read yeah, it? I, got the, I got, I'm sorry. I got up until I am missing about 10 to 15 pages, okay. but, um, they're, they're at least from, and they were kind of like mixed up because essentially the way he was doing it is the guy was also trying to throw in his own, like. Which, hey, you're an asshole if you throw jank ads on a fucking torrented book or product. Like, you're just an asshole. But Yeah, <laughs> you're, you've never worked a day in your life. Facts. But what he did essentially, and I don't think this was intended, but when, the, when you got the ad page, which was every, what? I mean, there's, only, there's only six or seven of them, eight of them maybe. 
but essentially if he put the ad if he put an ad every 20 pages of reading or every 25 pages of reading that page was gone so you couldn't actually see because you would notice like oh it just went from here to there and it wasn't like fluid per se uh, so you want to actually borrow the book next time like fuck, i will bro I'll, I'll borrow the book but this was but for the time that i had and i had <laughs> i had some time to kill and i was on the internet and it was like it i amen it worked. Like I said, next time you have some time to kill, do you, if you want to actually borrow the book, you just, just ask. Fam, it was 8.30 a.m. this morning. I was like, I was already stuck at work, and but I was in the office by myself, so I had to do with what I had to do with. Yeah, but, I, started bringing, I started bringing books to work too, man. It's, it's a good way to pass time. But you need to read it. It is A1 fantastic, and it definitely – they give a lot more information to the conversation we had about avatar lifespans. And obviously that's a big thing with Kyoshi, but it, they do a, they essentially they give us context on quote unquote, I'll say the big five or the last five avatars. So you go all the way back to, and I fuck up homegirl's name every time, but the last airbending avatar. Before Yang Chen. Yeah. That girl. Yeah. Um, well, they're, I think in the new book, they just dropped like a sequel to the Kiyoshi one. And that one is supposed to, they're supposed to talk about the avatar before Yang Chen, like the firebender. The fire, yeah. So I got some spoil, not like crazy, but I guess, man, they make, so this is a really funny conversation, but it, it's, and it doesn't really involve spoilers. But there's a really funny conversation of like the avatars are not that special. The avatars are definitely regular ass people who Rava just picked. And Rava's real shitty at picking people. Like this is not some pure of heart or like the most um like elegant people. No, these are twelve year old fuckhead who ran away. This is I can't stop I mean, my best I can't I mean, stop my he best hadn't, friend. He hadn't ran away yet. <laughs> but the people they turned into like homie these were just some regular ass people that then someone's like yo dog you the avatar now and niggas was like i because kiyoshi wasn't an avatar kirk wasn't an avatar and ain't want to be no fucking avatar and Korra's like fuck i would rather be anything but this juan's the yeah, only man. nigga that wanted to be the avatar <laughs> juan is the yeah, only yeah. Yeah, well. <laughs> like, no, I'm sorry. Juan and Unala are the only niggas who ever wanted to be the fucking Avatar. like really wanted this. <laughs> like, and it's just, and like I said, once there's more, once we have more context, um, once the books are all put, once fully caught up, the, um, the context on those last five, it really just, it brings to light. It's like, it's a, um, a more real life conversation of like, there's a moment you realize, um, shout out to everybody out there listening. Um, there's a moment you realize like your parents are just regular people. Like you could love the shit out of them. They could be amazing to you, but then you realize you're like, yeah, no, they just like regular people doing this shit. Like the rest of us, they just had kids. Yeah, like, man. like <laughs> yeah, there's nothing special about Aang at all. Yeah. Or Cora or fucking the other, the, the, all um, of them. Yeah. Because supposedly the, and like I said, I haven't read up on it, but the sneak, the preview of uh, the previous firebending avatar 
is he was more he was like um Kiyoshi and Kurik um that they were more for their nation than they were like oh for everybody so like Roku yeah. and Kang were supposed to be the there for everybody um but clearly not every avatar is for everybody I I had a I had a fan theory that uh combustion bending was created by the uh the avatar before yang chen like he was like not a good person <laughs> well he supposedly um and this is once again this isn't spoilers about the books but some of it there were some theory videos i watched and he is and shout out to y'all that like deep dive the avatar theories um and i mean that like in a non-sarcastic way um he apparently has and someone figured this out the fucking garment he wears is like fire nation nobility so like roku just had on like a generic yes we recognize you because you are the avatar and you are amidst royalty but you yourself are not royal like the previous firebending avatar had on like some yo i'm top shit or like i'm high shit like i am i'm nice in this bitch in the fire nation's eyes so but then the same thing with kyoshi kyoshi obviously has on her as royalty's a little different with the Kyoshi Warriors, but she had on her royal garment ascent in a sense, whereas Kurik and Aang and Korra just kind of had on normal hey, you just out here, bro. Like you just yeah, exactly. You just you just a bender and now you the Avatar and good luck. But the Avatar is definitely just like mad regular people. Um but we're not here to talk Avatar. Next I'll, read, I'll, I'll I'll read the Kyoshi book and then I'll, I'll Fantastic. Get back to you. Fan fucking tastic. That's all I have to say. It's like they have not, yeah, man. M- they have not missed on a book yet. Um, the only thing I will, the only criticism I have of any of those books is, uh, what is it? Zuko, the search is since that one has the most, like, I don't know how to say this without sounding like an idiot. This part, this is going to sound really stupid, but I promise it's not. Because that one interacted with the story in real time more than the other ones. Because obviously Zuko's, like Zuko's mom was a topic throughout Last Airbender, right? So whereas the Republic City was not a topic during um, Last Airbender or... Um, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like it's, it's a weird... I, don't, I can't think of another word to use it for, but because we already were like Zuko's mom was already such a prevalent thing in the last airbender. I feel like the search started off kind of slow. Cause it almost, at least to me, it felt like reading it as like, they were trying to re explain to me what Zuko's mom meant. And I'm like, homie, you gave me, I got mad Zuko, like cringe moments that like, I know who she is. Like, let's go find her. And I love yeah. what they did with it. It just, it felt slower because I, that was the one book they didn't have to start from ground zero with, to me at least. So yeah, no, I, I see what you mean. I see what you mean. Probably sounded stupid to anyone listening, but I promise it makes sense in my head. Like most of this shit it makes sense in my head. Never sure if it comes out the right way. My brain's soggy. I'm not the right person to ask. <laughs> <laughs> uh, telling me I got a 3:30 a.m. I already know I'm a, not to, not tomorrow, but I've got a 3:30 Thursday and Friday start time. So no, no, no. But I'm off at noon, so that's what's up. Um, all right. So, oh, I know. One Piece. This was, and I've always got to. I have to. I feel like I have to address this 
when we get these kind of chapters because I am negative Nancy when I feel like we get the boring chapters, what the fuck, Oda. Um, and I probably come off like a critical little bitch. So yeah. let me say this. I was so beyond ecstatic about this entire chapter from page one up until whatever the fucking number of the final page was. I like put my phone down in the middle of it and just went, holy shit. Like, I'd have been cool if I only got half of this chapter, I would have shit my pants with excitement. Like, this chapter was, and for anybody listening, I'm not a complete idiot. I understand <laughs> that you need the build, like, yes, the build up chapters make these kind of chapters, like, you need those to get to here. But, yeah, man. It, it's like, fam, this was. Tell me if I'm crazy. This felt like um, a better Whitebeard and his allies. Because when we got Whitebeard and his allies, while it was cool to see all these different ships, we didn't fucking know anybody. Yeah. This was like, oh, shit, this is what the new world looks like. Oh, these niggas must be crazy. You got Ice Bitch Queen over here, and you got new commanders over here, and Marco's a fucking, like, but we, we didn't know them. It just looked cool. This was Luffy saying, fuck y'all. I'm fighting every last single one of you. I don't care if <laughs> I don't care if she flung me across the island. I don't care if he knocked me out with that club. The gang gang is on site. <laughs> he said, gang gang is on site. And as everybody started to show up, it's like, oh shit, we know him. Oh shit, we know him. And this isn't the Armada. This is just how powerful Luffy is now because of everybody that he has made acquaintances with and gathered along the way. Homie has a whole other armada that has nothing to do with this fight. Yeah, man. Like Luffy, Commander Luffy is like crazy. <laughs> he's, he's like, yeah, yeah. I was stoked, man. I... This was so like, obviously, and we've joked on here before, like, you can't tell everybody like, oh, the one piece or the treasure is the journey, but this journey is fantastic. And as a reader, when you get um, the, like, this is what the King of the Pirates looks like. Yeah. And it, it, mm -hmm. it's so, so much so that it made me go back and uh, two things we have to, I think two very prevalent things. Um, but one with Kaido and one with Roger. Yeah. So, A, the entire fighting landscape has now changed because we got, a, we got a for sure injury on Kaido, which means Kaido does not technically have to be – which does not have to be 100% power, and now the chance of defeating him is now very much a realistic thing. Yeah. I, I was looking at it like I think it would be interesting if you – so – I've theorized for weeks now that it was going to be Luffy, Law, and Kid versus Kaido. Mm -hmm. But I wouldn't put it past Oda to go, oh, what if there are, like, all of these different facets to people fighting Kaido, whittling them down, and then Luffy shows up mm -hmm. and finishes them off? Absolutely. Like, it is it is it as satisfying as we'd all like? No. 
but I'm also like, I think for the power scale right now and not to cap that out, mm-hmm. like we still have one more arc presumably after this my theory at least i have one more arc so i'm like we don't want luffy to be as powerful as he's gonna get in this in this arc Mm -hmm. absolutely i even also it made me think um in terms of the power scale of one piece as a whole this maybe gives merit to roger was never the strongest person on the planet Because if this is what, and this is why I said, uh, this is why it looks like, this is what the king of the pirates looks like when you have all these people rising up and what he does when he moves and how he affects the world. Roger could have done something just at like essentially the same kind of thing, which is why he needed Garp to beat Zebek. Whitebeard arguably could have been to the same reason, to the same way now, if Kaido's the strongest thing on the planet. Whitebeard could have been stronger than Roger. Yeah. But the people that Roger had surrounded himself with between his crew, his allies, fighting Roger became a no-go. Because well, anybody here. Oh, sorry, keep going. Anybody that would have fought Roger, like that's your ass. And Luffy's yeah. in a very similar tier now where it's like not only all of the pirates he's made alliances with, the different countries, the revolutionary army, the fucking like homie is who doesn't fuck with luffy yeah can't even say the navy don't fuck with them well they it's mihawk said it like in the in the uh during the war Mm -hmm. and he was like oh this guy has the most terrifying power out of everything he can inspire people Mm -hmm. and get people to fight for him Mm -hmm. and that i think that's what roger could do absolutely roger may not have been the most powerful guy in the world but uh, he had mastery over the most fearsome power. Absolutely. Um, and it was like, it, it, it works well. It works really well um, because we've talked a lot about power scale in the past. And this is a good way to not ever destroy your power scale. And I still think Luffy at the end, at the end game, because in Blackbeard's Endgame, I'm going to assume Blackbeard finds a way to become slightly stronger than Kaido. I'm not going to say how much, but at least he's in that class. Or so, Luffy would have to fight Blackbeard at full power. That that would be the one fight I'm with. If Luffy gets to that level where you can make a case he's 1A, 1B, and or Blackbeard just a tad bit stronger than him. I know we said last week there's a... Um, we like the idea of him and Kobe fighting to take down Blackbeard is being in that power scale the same way um, Garp, Sengoku, Roger were clearly in a different scale than everybody else, but there was no definitive on who was stronger. Yeah. Um, I'm, yeah, no, I was just – this entire chapter um, – man, this chapter is great. Um, also, we should apologize. I named last week's episode I See Seven Dead Samurai because I thought it was funny. Should have been I, nine. I, I'm, oh, you're right. Sorry, fam. There, there's, but homie, who's dying? Like, because they did... Now, obviously, we were not given um, this pre-existing injury information about Kaido. We got a guest? We got a guest? We got a guest? Nah, it's, just the, it's the ghost in my house. 
Ah, shit, you got a ghost? Yeah. Ah, shit, you got a ghost. We got a guest. What's good? Is it? Is it? He got blonde hair, don't he? You got blonde hair? Am I right? I think I heard him. I, I, I don't know. The camera's tripping out, dude. There's a ghost in this house. Ah, fuck. Nah, he's just that white, guys. I mean. Niggas, you coming in or not? Oh. Oh, shit. I'm being pranked. This ghost is a bitch. <laughs> hey, yo. Hold up. No, I was like, all right. Um, Justin says hi. <laughs> the um, oh, cool. um, I'm just gonna interrupt this. Yeah, <laughs> no, you good? No, come through. We had a guest two weeks ago. Nigga, get him like the Bro, get him the audio splitter. Tell Matt to get the fucking audio chair, splitter. Brother? Tell homie to get the audio splitter. We can have this three-way conversation. He's got the audio splitter. We've done it. Oh, shit. Yeah, there man. we go. See? We just did this two weeks ago with Alex. Chris, you've seen Avatar, right? It was a pleasure knowing you. Uh, <laughs> Damn. <laughs> and the interview is over. All right. I, moving I on. I have not seen Avatar. This fool hasn't seen like a oh, single episode of Avatar. That's bullshit. Oh. I've seen the first episode three times, and I've seen the last episode, and that's all I need. <laughs> the last episode's four episodes. No, I've seen the last part of the, the, the last episode. Like, Oh, do you know how nuts that is? Like, uh, Yeah. <laughs> Why weren't you, you were an Avatar kid growing up? I was a depressed kid growing up. I don't know. We all were. He's an we Avatar kid. He, he fits the bill, bro. Like, um, <laughs> nigga said, I, I, I nigga said I'm why. depressed, so I couldn't watch anime or animated shit. Like, nigga, that's all people did. Yeah, depressed bro, kids that's did. why we watched anime. <laughs> like, I sat through like 700 episodes of Naruto for no payoff. What about One Piece, though? Oh, I stopped watching that. Did you really? I, I got a little happier. Oh, fuck. I got a little happier. Hey, speaking of, speaking of, and I think this is a, <laughs> I already have like a, a it's, it's, it's funny, fucked up, sad, and happy at the same time. Y'all ready to debate this? Oh, no. Oh, no. Because no, Noemi and I debated this. So Noemi watched Naruto with me, right? Did you finish? We finished. Oh, did you, did you watch all the way up to the wedding? I did. No, because fuck you. <laughs> I, I skipped because I skipped filler. Finish, you didn't even finish, I skipped it. filler. Fuck you. No, no, no. Did, did you do the exploding human arc? That one's pretty cool. Homie, next you're gonna ask me, did I do Ninja Ostrich? No, no. Did this, you do Ninja Ostrich? Did you? No. Yeah, thank you. Mm. you haven't seen Although she wanted to, which made me like question a bunch in that exact moment. I was like, am I? Right, she was about to name another dog after an ostrich. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> she wanted to keep my mom's dog when we had a dog sitter for a week. Nope. Is that how the, you just slowly, are you slowly collecting animals? Fam, I have two dogs, two cats, 23 fish, three fish tanks. There is over a hundred gallons of water in my living room. Did we count the water? In the <laughs> like, are there microorganisms in there? That's, a lot, that's, that's at least old. three million pets. Oh my God. And what we kind of some... water? What kind of water is it? Wet. What the fuck do you... Well, I mean, if you be an actual, it's, man? it's not, it's <laughs> not fresh, guy. not fresh, not saltwater fish. Because those fuckers are a pain in the ass. You can and, zoom in. and they'll die. And when you have, and I'm very adamant about this, even though she doesn't like it when I explain it in this way. When a fish dies, she gets very sad. Okay. You don't feed it to the cat? <laughs> I. It's the circle of life. I. 
when one of our lovely fish children pass away, I take out $4 and say, let's go get another one. But uh, <laughs> clearly not your favorite. So, so you don't just buy her a feeder fish and then, cause that's, so, that's just a, that's just a quarter. Not much. He, he shells out for the fish. <laughs> Luxury fish. I, I wait for her to go to work and then I buy her a new fish and then I tell her, Hey, look, this one's alive. It came back to life. Whoa. Do you know how cool it is when you can like budget girlfriend's happiness in like $10? <laughs> It's great. I, I think that was pokey. Yeah. I don't know that's, what's that's that's true. That's, that's food. That's bit. it. But oh, I don't know shoot. if it's healthy to have a dead animal budget. <laughs> I don't think that's a healthy way. It's to better live. to not to know it than to like not know your dead animal budget. Like, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> you're, sure. you're gonna have to spend money on it. Like you don't want to not know how much money. you spend I, I swear to God, if Risa dies, I'm just gonna buy a shovel. We're just gonna get her a fish. I'm just <laughs> be like, hey, look, Risa, Risa's here. See. But fam, do you know how do you know how fish die? Like serious question. Okay, what? go. Do you know how fish die? Serious question. They drown. I they. <laughs> the is there only one way? Is there? <laughs> no, no, no. Actually, that's what's what. That's the fucked up thing. The answer is everything. If they get too scared, they get too excited. The water change. If they fucking look the wrong direction. If they run into the glass. If they. <laughs> They you will know go, what makes they will go into the filter. They will do everything they can. <laughs> Hold on, to kill themselves. Look, yeah. Could you the fish are just saying like, "Yo, what happened to Jeff? He rolled his eyes, looked <laughs> the wrong direction." And yet, dead. hold on, hold on. And yet somehow, and yet somehow, <laughs> the worst pet you could still give someone is a rabbit. And you want to know why? Oh no! It oh, Matt lays underwater. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Two animals that desperately want to kill themselves. One of them has another option. <laughs> This is how one of Matt's ancestors did the same pitch, and then we ended the slave trade. Why, why would you want them? They can't breathe underwater. They can't breathe underwater. <laughs> Look, oh, I'm not going to call myself an abolitionist, but, like, can you breathe underwater? No. Can you breathe underwater? Then what are we even talking about here? This is how Matt got his job. Is... Can oh, you breathe underwater? Uh, perfect. I'll drive cars. I'll drive cars. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, a key in a bay. <laughs> so, um, enough about those because she'll listen to this and then I'll have to deal with this in like two days. So that's fine. I love gonna, all she, of is my she fish make children. It this far? <laughs> Fam, she caught me on some shit that I said like an hour and fifty minutes into an episode one time, and I was like, Damn, that shit was I don't know if noise. I'm. I'm like, I don't know if I'm like, should I be hurt or like really happy? Both ecstatic and scared. The real, <laughs> the real thing. move is to. Uh, flip it and be like oh my god listen and then she's like no i'm mad i'm like but i love you <laughs> and then it's like it's really cute and then she forgets what she's mad about and i love you stopped being like a good cop out like a year ago the trick is to just never say it just always and have then some say kind it of, sometimes always have some kind of food like ready at any point that's it that's it always it's like have like a shortcut on your Uber Eats app, so you just be like, click, girlfriend's mad, fucking Jack in the Box is on the way, or something. So that's... I teach you how to make my mom's brownie cake. Yeah. Saves everything. Oh, excellent. Yeah. Hold on. You're like, just stop being mad, go make me brownies. Is that? Oh, no, no, I'm saying you make it. It's super easy. Oh, okay. Like, <laughs> a toddler can make this. It's a bit above my pay grade. <laughs> I never oh. finished college. <laughs> I wish oh, I did. All right. 
question though. Where's so my diploma. Back to um, original point here, really quick. Um, so yeah, so we finished Naruto, and it is the actual great debate of Naruto, and it's no, it's not how many how, is this good or is this bad, which is also debatable. But is it better to have never had or to have had and lost? This is so much deeper than I was expecting. <laughs> I thought, no, I no, because this, be is, like, this is a because th- th- this is. I already ate this. <laughs> I already ate all of this. <laughs> I I expected like like who should X character have ended up with X character? What was the best fight? No, like bro. what what about animation in the season? And Justin's like, what is the meaning of life? <laughs> and on episode four, we would have gone with your topic, but this is like episode what two hundred and something. Now no, we have this to is the. Oh no! I you're talking about for our show. I was like, yeah, for uh, our show, yeah, we yeah, have yeah, to no. we have to keep uh, it interesting and existential. Correct. And whenever we have guests, I feel like we got to do. We did the Avatar breakdown with Alex. Um, you watched Naruto? No, I didn't. No, <laughs> no. I was going to see if I could fake my way through the whole goddamn conversation, but thank you for ruining my. All right, so you should next time. Blowing my next cover. Time. All right, so hey, cut that. Cut that. <laughs> no, 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 no. This we'll, is we'll this even better. This is even better because. So this is like episode, I want to say like 80 something, 90 something, whenever, whenever their, fight, their first fight is. Um, but 700 and they fight on episode 80. I think so. I think the story. That's the point of the story, mind I, you. I know. I could, I could be off, but it, it's something between it's like 80 to 100. You're about a seventh of the way through the entire show if you if, watch Naruto and Sasuke piss on each I've, other. How, how long is the fucking chase? Because that's all tuning exam and leading to chase. And I feel like. Anyway, around around the episode is irrelevant. But Sasuke and Naruto are fighting, and the first like, oh my gosh, we got to realize what's going on here. Like, why are they so the way they are? Um, Sasuke is a little bitch, and his clan got genocided because his brother did it. And he's like, I'm sad because I loved my dad, my mom, and all my family members, and now they're all dead. And actually, better better way to phrase this. Naruto is sad from the get-go because no one likes him. He never had family. He never had friends. Right. And Sasuke, He's the main character. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Sasuke then puts his head in the mountain and calls him a little bitch and says, I'm actually sad because I had family and they all died, motherfucker. So you never had anybody. How the fuck would you know what the fuck sadness is? Is it better? So the question is, is it better to have had no family correct and, and be naruto never, is that more or to have family and then lost family correct or fa- if lost yeah essentially fa- okay, you could so, use family friends or any, anything like something of importance like that is this another is this gonna be a 700 episode debate no no this is actually a really i think Noemi and i talked about it for probably like an hour and a half two hours and it's only because i am the someone like both sides of it right i am the without getting like, and this is not a sad pitiful story really quick, but for as someone who was like, I, I never really had to deal with divorce. My mom and dad were never together. I never I had to even deal it. with, I never, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, like, <laughs> All right, Justin's Naruto, I'm so I'm, so <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just a guy. <laughs> I'm just a guy. <laughs> um, oh, what is it? And there was like, and there was things growing up, it's like, we were never poor, but there was definitely like shit. It was like, all right, shit is different. Like, I ain't have this. And there was a lot of it to me where I'm like, yeah, 
it was obviously more sad growing up because I grew up in, all right, these people just weren't around. And then I had, um, when Lanny passed away, that was like my first time of having to deal with, okay, I had this really strong, close relationship and now it's gone. And I was a bitch for a, a solid 72 hours. Um, and then other stuff happened. But point. <laughs> correct. <laughs> Three days. So that is when I like, it was the first time because I was up until that point, I was thousand percent on Naruto side. I was like, yeah, it is worse if you are born into not having, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I believe everybody learns to cope no matter what side you're on, what side of it you are born into. You learn to cope with your own life. That's just how people work. You're human beings. We have that great ability. Um, but this is the first time I was like, all right, Sasuke, you got a point, nigga. I'll give it to you. I, I, always, <laughs> I always thought that Sasuke was like, in, like he had a solid point. Like, I, I did not for a long time. I'll be honest with you. Not like, that it wasn't sad. Well, we're talking about what's it. worse, right? Like, correct, correct. I don't know. If I never had a mom to love, and then I had a mom that I loved, and then she died, uh, I, I, that'd probably fuck me up more than never That's, having a mom. What do you? What do you think? Uh, <laughs> Chris is like, I should have just. Can I come kept... back in ten minutes? After I'm trying. <laughs> I ate all the ice cream, bro. <laughs> Uh, it's just therapy at this point. Um, so am I, am I like, so am I answering the question of which person's situation is worse or that original, like, is it better to have had and not than to never have had? Cause there are two different answers for me. Okay. So I would say it's not so much a direct, so I don't know how, um, not to deviate, but Matt, when you were watching it, I don't know how you took it in real time. Like I said, when it was actually happening, I obviously, like I said, I felt a way about what Naruto said. Um, while you could kind of understand, well, I was like 11. I really didn't give a fuck about what Sasuke said. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I, was like, I was like, why are they talking? I want to see Sasuke burn Naruto clones alive. Um, but it's like when you're sitting there and like you're kind of processing the moment, I don't know how you took it as like trying to process all right this is like a major plot point this is why they feel the way they feel and obviously why they took the directions they did um so it's not necessarily a direct answer but kind of like feelings about that point because that is one of the bigger points of naruto that and this but this isn't really you can't talk too much about this like yeah this dude you gotta get the the fucking shit going yeah, down you know what I mean? Oh my gosh. There was a moment, and I did not know this. There is a Yu Gi Oh episode where they use a monster called Strike Ninja, and he actually uses the hand signs. And I was no like, I, I shit my pants. And then I realized, no shit, dumbass. They're both Japanese, and those are literally just generic Japanese symbols. But I'm uncultured and an idiot. So that's where I don't they, from. don't they Don't they call like Robin's, when she clones herself in One Piece, they call it like Kagen Bunshin or something? That's, I'm like, oh. <laughs> Yeah. It's her Bunshin Jutsu. I'm like, oh, and that means clone. Got it. Kage Got it. is what? Shadow, I think? Yeah. Yeah. Which is, yeah. Yeah. The whole in the It's shadows. the only piece of Japanese I know. So when I went to Japan, I just was confusing <laughs> a lot of people. <laughs> Some white guy walking around going, Shadow. Shadow. Oh, fuck. You know my brand. <laughs> shadow. Oh, shit. All right. That's so Chris, why. Yes. Let's, let's get your answers. Where you at? 
Well, uh, you never answered which question I'm actually answering. Bum, 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 okay, let's, bum, well, let's get, well, you said you have two different answers. What, like, what are your two answers? Um, in the case of uh, better to have had and then not had than to have never had, um, I, I definitely think it's better to have had and then not because in life everything's going to end. I mean, like, that's just accepting that as part of growing up and being uh, like an adult and understanding how life works. So to think like, oh, I wish I just, I wish just nothing had ever happened. I wish I'd never had any kind of connection or anything like that is a very sad life. Uh, so for, for that, it, it's definitely that. Uh, it's definitely that I think that um, to have had and to have lost is better than to have never had because that's all that life is. But Sasuke has got a hell of a fucking mess. <laughs> yeah. the way, the, I was some, gonna say, I was like, the way he loses everything that, is kind of rough. That, so that's, like, we're not talking about like old uh, age here. Yeah, no, I'm like, obviously, it's a very big general question. But yeah. like, I definitely think Sasuke has it worse because it was all just fucking torn away from him in the worst way so you possible. Ever, you ever come home from school and your entire family just murdered is just gone? And I do mean entire family. Like anyone with your last name is just dead. It was that one time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> My last name is Jones. It'd be a way bigger. Jones Town. <laughs> Everyone named it. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, good shit. night. <laughs> no, I. Um. So I I agree with and obviously. Um. So so I agree with Chris's answer. Um, and the unexpected sucks. I, another statement in like unexpected. Are we talking like? Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Are we talking? There was a little hiccup in my day. Everyone I know and my family. But time out, though. Time out, though. And this is a, this is a, and this is the part where this is a. This is. I want to make sure that I'm being very clear about this because I don't want this to come off the wrong way. Um, (laughs) I love. I love. I love to twist the shit out of whatever you're going to say right now. (laughs) No, I have to say that because. This is the same way. I just had a conversation last week um, on, on the big three, and I had to make sure. It is not my opinion, but I'm stating a stance here. I'm not saying this is my stance. Um, politicians do it. I can fucking say it. Um, That's true. I've been gaslighted for four years. I would... Years, 27. I would argue, or I think there is a strong argument to make that... Because of how people cope, how you lose something or how something is taken from you with time is borderline irrelevant. And I'm saying that objectively, if I had woken up on, it's going to sound really, really, if, if I woke up August 24th, on that Thursday, and someone had told me someone blew Larry's brains out the back of his head, A, it would have been more believable. And I don't think that I would have felt <clears throat> outside of in that moment, and I was devastated regardless, looking back on it two years down, two plus years out, I don't think it means or would feel that much different whether he died of old age, he died of a heart attack, he died of a gunshot, he died of a disease that um, your, your cause of death almost becomes irrelevant 
with time. In the moment, I'm not talking on, I'm not speaking on anyone's feelings in the moment. Cause that is in the moment, it's irrational. It's a lot of feelings, a lot of emotions. But with time, it, to me at least, it would be no different. I understand what you're saying. Hearted like, I human, you. but. I got you, absolutely, I understand what you're saying. Um, but, I mean, anything is going to heal over time, right? Okay, mm -hmm. like almost anything. Um, My herpes is all. But to say that. <laughs> yes, it will. <laughs> oh, sure, but go, oh, go get that. No Emmy timestamp, two hours and seven <laughs> minutes. Um, but, uh, like, like uh, to, to a point, I think you're correct. You know, um, the, uh, eventually you will come to a point where you've accepted how, you know, person died or you lost your career or, you know, you've lost something, you'll, you'll come to an acceptance of it, mm -hmm. but how it happens, um, is still important. I mean, it, it's going to determine how long it takes you to get to that point. It's going to determine mm -hmm. how much it hurts. It's going to determine how that pain and experience changes you as a person. So I wouldn't say that like how you lose something is irrelevant. I, it's just not the one defining moment of that loss. Like, you know, like there's other things like how you process it, how people around you help. Um, like that kind of thing. It's just not the only defining moment of that loss. And I, I think happen. like, I think like it's different if like death by natural causes, there's really nothing to do but grieve. But like death by murder or someone killing someone you love, that that grief gets kind of like, like overshadowed by this anger. That turns you into a superhero. It so. turns I you into <laughs> any, yeah, any background. Um, but uh yeah, so that grief like is kind of overshadowed by anger. And whenever you bring up this person, it's like, I loved Larry and fuck the dude that killed him. You know, like that's always mm -hmm. gonna be kind of a caveat that goes to it. Correct, but do you think that caveat with time is emotional or rational? Like, it's just putting out, putting out an example, right? If you grew up in whatever town you grew up in and let's say hypothetically you and a brother, you and a sister used to walk home from school every day and someone, your brother or sister was killed as a drive-by, then you will always, you will be very emotional in that moment, of course. But with time, do you think that becomes in your rationale is like, all right, my kids won't walk home because I saw this in this neighborhood and I'm going to take this preventive step. I don't think it that I don't think it goes that far, but I think when you think about a loved one being murdered, I think I think that you would pair it with the event as well. Versus like, you know, like oh, you know, my mom died from cancer, you know, and you're like, like I'm not, I can't be mad at a doctor, and it's irrational to be mad at a disease. No, because fuck cancer. We can we can say that. Fuck cancer. We can say it. We say fuck cancer here. We say fuck cancer here at Hard Foul. Fuck cancer. Here at Hard Foul, we do say fuck cancer. <laughs> we but do. Strong <laughs> we, don't any, we don't have any political stances here at Hard, hard Foul, but fuck cancer is the strongest. It's a very that's strong. A <laughs> yeah. But it, but you, you get what I'm saying, though, right? No, absolutely. It's like, absolutely. It's like, it's like I'm going to grieve because this this disease took someone versus like, 
you know, a doctor goes on a rampage and kills like eight people and your, your dad's one of them. And you're, and you're like, fuck this dude. Fuck doctors. Uh, fuck, fuck doctors. Like, I'm not, I'm not, it's not going to deter uh, me from going to the doctors in the future. But I, I think, so I actually don't agree. I think that um, an event like that, something that big. Fuck is it's La Mesa. It's fine. I was gonna say I thought I lived in the hood. Niggas got cars outside. A lovely area. Niggas got cop cars outside. They shit. They understandably burned down a bank, but still. <laughs> <laughs> I fuck. I don't have the permit in my car. That's what they're coming. <laughs> um. So anyway, I oh, I don't necessarily agree. I think that um, uh, depending on how the you this loss is. Uh, put upon you, uh, it could definitely change you as a person. Um, and I almost, um, I just kind of want to retract what I said earlier, that, that eventually you will come to accept it. Like ideally you will come to accept it and you will come to disconnect all those irrational uh, feelings of how the person died, et cetera, et cetera. So we'll go with your, um, your like drive-by uh, example. Like uh, I, I think it's incredibly realistic that if, you know, you're a kid and your sister gets killed in a drive-by. When you have kids, you're not going to let them walk home after school. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's realistic that that could happen. I mean, uh, if the example is something like you don't let your kids walk home in a completely perfectly safe neighborhood, um, you can see it as someone not fully accepting how that happened and not being able to disconnect emotionally from that event. So, you know, like they... Uh, you're in a safe neighborhood, your kids could probably go home from school, but because of what happened to your sister when you're, you're, you're unable to let them walk home because you can't disconnect from it emotionally. You can't completely accept it. Um, so like what you were saying is like, eventually, you know, you'll get out of your emotions and you'll come to see it just as, a, just, I mean, like, you know, not just death, but you'll eventually come to see it as just a death uh, and you won't let it affect you. I mean, ideally, I guess that is where everyone gets to, but I think that a lot of people don't ever come to that point where they can see it as just an ending and not a defining moment in how they see the world. Christian like a really good therapist because like he hit me with the like the emotion not able to emotionally disconnect with the traumatic <laughs> event and I was like damn nigga what? And, 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 and I took like, one psych class in community college now pay me a hundred dollars an hour to psychoanalyze you're right I was like hey that takes a lot of like no is gonna be a therapist watching here he's gonna be like this man's completely full of shit wait a minute no. Oh, man, are you been lost anymore before? <laughs> I would like to let you know I'm an audio engineering major, not a psych major. Don't listen to anything I've said. No, I've watched a lot of anime, and I made it in film. <laughs> nah, that's a, so that's um to go on from the Naruto set. By the way, good, really good conversation. Uh, we're talking about uh, Naruto. That's right. That's okay. <laughs> You're talking about every anime at this point. Well, very no, absolutely. Well, because I think this is a and Chris is like a really good person to have this conversation with. Um. And really, it's only because, and I say that in a very flattering way, because I'm very vocal about uh, when I do these shows and the people that I'm willing to talk to and I will discuss things with. Um, and I just bluntly say, there's about eight people on this planet that I could give a flying fuck about their opinion. If you're not one of those eight people, I'm probably not going to talk to you. So if I come off like a mute or they're like, oh, I thought you like to talk. Yeah, but not to you. So 
Listen, I am very, alienating your entire audience. <laughs> I am, I am, I'm very vocal. I'm very vocal. I've, I have told people. I got a video that I got like 100 comments. And I, con I continue to tell people, I'm not going to reply to you. I promise you, I'm not going to reply. I said what I said. And there are things that I've gone to retract. Like, I have been like, yo, I said that three years ago. It's okay for me to think differently at 25. Then I did it 22. That's legal. I don't stand by that no more. So, I changed I'm, I'm this. An idiot Do you understand where you are right now? I'm, in, I'm like. How dare you? I know, right? What but, year is it? I mean, what do you think? The, is this 2005? Chill. Fucking but <laughs> that's like, I am down to say stuff. I love to see people's reaction off what is said. But as far as having like a one on one conversation or really taking in someone else's opinion, I said, I said, say people. And one of them I've never met. I have never met Eric Thomas. But Eric, but Eric Thomas can say something. I'm going to be listening. I'm going to take that. Like, that's just how short my list is. Directly is, to my is, heart. Is he, is he in charge of social media? Who's, Eric who Thomas? Is, yeah. Who's no, Eric that, Thomas? Uh, no, Eric Thomas is a speaker. I've listened to since I was like 21. Oh. We, haven't, li we haven't lived together in a while. You've got to want it more than you want to breathe. Oh, it's that guy. That guy. X. Um, I got his pull. I got a post up there. He came in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. We can see it right above the microphone. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right. Right there. Oh, um, you should just put it right on the green screen. See how that turns out. Terrible. Um, no. Um, so yeah, what is though is an interesting point out of staying on anime manga. I'll throw in sci-fi uh, to be a little more inclusive. What That's is, cool. What is a storyline that you felt like you actually felt? Like or an emotional storyline you actually fucked with? Or that you were like, oh, I... Because obviously every anime, not to take away from anything, but there's mad animes where people die. There's mad anime where there's tragic events. There's mad, mad sci-fi where it's like, yo, his dad got capped. His mom was killed. He's an orphan. Like Darth Vader took him somewhere. Like, like everybody's got a tragic backstory. I hate but, sand. It's very few of them that you're like, oh, like I feel that one. What is one for you guys that you feel that way for, about? Um, so my favorite movie <laughs> is called Arrival. <laughs> and it's a sci-fi. And it sounds like the most boring movie in the world. Uh, and it's great. You should go watch it. Um, that Looper was your favorite movie, or did that change? Looper's number two, actually. Okay. Um, See, I'm a friend. I remember shit like that. Hey. Uh, yeah, no, Looper's number two. Looper's still an incredible film because Rian Johnson's an incredible director. Uh, but so it's a movie called Arrival. And uh, it, it actually, the whole point of the movie kind of in the end becomes what we were talking about, which is, uh, is, it, is it better to have had something and then not had it than to have never had it? See, I knew uh, he was the perfect person for this convo. There we yeah, go. Dude. Look at me. Just look philosophical. At me <laughs> just, look at me. Philosophical rambling bullshit is my specialty. <laughs> and y'all said I don't write fucking topics. I don't, but I'm good at this. <laughs> um, uh, Arrival, and obviously, my two favorite movies, both sci-fi that uh, deal with these huge, huge questions of humanity and bring them down to a, a personal level in a relatable way. And I highly recommend both films. They are just staggeringly beautiful and astoundingly smart.
So both of those movies are storylines that I, I feel deep in my heart. And that mute was him saying, y'all a bitch if you don't go watch those two movies. Absolutely. <laughs> movies. Put in the fucking beat. <laughs> That's how you frame your friends. All right, what's one? What's what's one you got, Matt? Sci-fi, anime, manga, any like anything in that? Uh, uh, essentially, fantasy world. Any story where you, I was like, Oof. like you felt that, like you felt like as you're watching, it was more than just. Because, like I said, not taking away from no character deaths, but like everybody got so and so been killed. Like Cowboy Bebop, for example. I love. I think Cowboy Bebop is fantastic from a strictly like a strict grading scale i i know <laughs> this is why this is why i pulled them in here from a <laughs> if you were grading it <laughs> if you were grading it as a teacher and you were like all right what does this need to be a good anime or a good manga cowboy bebop fits all those roles but mm. i have like zero emotional connection to cowboy bebop and there is emotional parts but i don't feel them i get it but i don't feel them so that's kind of my point. Like, what made you actually go like, oof? Like, you had to like walk outside and be like, huh? All right, I'm I'm back in the real world. I'm not crying. The air is spicy. <laughs> air is spicy. <laughs> oh man, there's a lot. I mean, like, you get Aang's genocide. That's a that's a good one. See, I'm uh, fucked up. I didn't feel that, that, one, that one. fucked me up. Yeah, oh, as like right. a little kid. Ang didn't yeah. commit genocide. I, I, just, I, okay, look, I, I, I was like, oh, I have to watch this show now. It's, it's a lot episode, darker. It's than episode that. three. Yeah, the air. Yeah, okay, I got that. The, the air, yeah, the air ones. The air nomads. The air guys. <laughs> this is Dexter, um, the last airbender. <laughs> <laughs> and Dexter would be a terrible airbender. <laughs> Honestly... Uh, I'll go. This one hit me like more recently. I think it's Stormlight Archives, um, fantasy novel, really good, super long. And if you're a slow reader, it will take up an entire year of your time, and it's fantastic. And you still get to say you finished a book. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, uh, there's one book a year. Yeah, there's a part in it in the very it's very beginning. It's Kaladin's like re revelation, like one of his first ones. And this is a character that you meet probably at like his height. And then he gets immediately torn down, thrown into basically slavery and at, told to be like this bridge runner. And that's, it's how they get across chasm to chasm. Like it's, in, it's this, just in this battlefield. Sentence. Yeah. It's like, a death it's, sentence yeah. basically. And what these guys do is if they don't end up on the battlefield, they're so traumatized. They usually end up killing themselves. And this character, the main character, Kaladin, basically goes, I'm going to kill myself. And he decides, I'm going to do it tonight. We're just going to fly ourselves into the abyss, and that's it. And he does that. Well, he, <laughs> he, and he does that. Guy, the end. Know. No. Uh, I, he, story. I, re I really <laughs> felt so. <laughs> I'm going to the, the therapist after this. He, uh, <laughs> he goes up. He basically goes, walks out into the storm stands on the edge of like a cliff and is about to like yeet himself off into the cliff, like the ever ending abyss. And then he has this moment of clarity. And I wish I remember like what it, ha what it was, but he's basically like the storms like raging around him and he goes, 
no, I'm not going to kill myself. I'm going to. Uh, yeah. When Syl brings him the belief. Exactly. He gets that little hope and he goes, you know what? No, I'm going to, I'm going to try to save everything. I'm going to make everything better. And he, at that moment of like that 180, like on that personality, like always gets me. It made me put the book down for a second and go That's like, great. yeah, fantastic. it kept me reading. Cause he, he, he's gonna like, he yeet himself into the abyss and then he just, uh, he, what happens is, uh, basically like a, a how do I say, a ghost friend of his, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's hard to describe. It's, it's hard to describe. It's hard to describe outside the book, but he has a little spirit friend that brings him uh, uh, a leaf and she goes, it's like it's poison it's like a super deadly poison mm -hmm. she has no idea and she goes well when you had this like last time you you like fought you had hope and he kind of just like he's like you're right like i'm i'm about to fucking end it all like what worse could i possibly do i'm gonna go fucking try again mm -hmm. it's a big it's a big moment and obviously like the character has like several big moments oh yeah but i think that one like He's a main character that's literally been kicked in the dick for probably about 150 pages at oh, that point. That's, that's it. It's just one big yeah. dick kick the entire yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. Well, and I don't know, that, that like moment where you realize, oh, he isn't just some like, he, he is the main character and he does have this like character development. It's a very strong piece of character development. It's, it's kind of when he remembers that he's a person who can act instead of just you know exist something to be acted upon yeah it's such mm -hmm. a good moment yeah so that i read that i read that scene probably two and a half years ago and i still remember it so this is like gonna vividly i remember most of the shit in that book vividly i have a I, I i have a moment that i was like all right i feel this but um that actually and this will never fly. And I don't even know, like, this shit might get ripped off YouTube after the next thing I'm going to say, but it's fine. It's going, oh, no. on, it's um, going on YouTube. Yeah. So that that moment, though, always, um, it has nothing to do with anime or manga, just for anybody listening. <laughs> I am a firm believer, and I'm not saying that I've done this, by the way. I've also had to be very careful about how I phrase this. Um, but the moment Matt just described reminds me of a theory that I have, which is I think, gosh, how do you even say this? This is how you like, you know, it's bad. Cause like I stutter saying this, but it's like, cause there's a song that I really love that kind of talks about this. It's not like an original idea of mine. Um, but everyone should write a suicide note. And it sounds nuts and wild when you think about it, but the same way, like you just said, homie was going to go into it all, was talking to his, his ghost friend or spirit in the context of his world was like, weird fucking yeah, yeah, it was. <laughs> but essentially he, in that moment thinks he has the like, all right, when you really think about what does ending it all mean? Um, there's a song I love, I uh, highly recommend anyone to go listen to it. It's only human by Joe Budden. And he talks about writing a suicide note because homie was a homie's a psychopath. Um, and he had a whole bunch of mental issues. St st still has a bunch of mental issues. Joe Budden is still alive. Let me also say that. Um, 20. It's 20. But he was ready. And this is this song. The song is like seven years old now, six years old. But he was ready to shoot himself. And he was writing a suicide note. And he wrote it 
And as he was writing it, he wrote down his mom's name and he dropped the gun and just cried like a bitch because he couldn't imagine someone telling his mom his son just blew his brains out the back of his head. And while this would never fly and this would never be a practice anyone could use, I am a firm believer in like just being hopeful even. Like if you really had to go through that experience, like could you essentially go through with it? Um, obviously, and once again, something Chris said, I'm not a therapist. Don't listen to me. I'm not giving anyone like actual advice. I'm just simply talking about something that I, cause I know I couldn't do it. Like the saddest I think I've ever been in my life. Like no one's telling my grandma, like I just shot myself. This is not happening. It's not going to fly. It, it, it's just not going to fucking happen. So I, I feel very strongly about that. Um, so I love that moment, by the way, shout out to that book. Send me the, send me that book. Or send me the name of that book. I will buy that book. Just because yeah, I love that. It. I love 100%. I love that. I love that concept and I'm so behind that concept. Um, I will read that. Oh bro, you don't even know. The third book in that series is uh, my favorite book in the world. It's and I wild. can't fucking talk about it because Matt hasn't finished it. I'm on page eight hundred of thirteen hundred. Eleven hundred? Twelve hundred. Damn. Uh, damn. That's a long ass. Yeah, yeah dude, you don't even dude, it's he, so good though. It's dude, the author's amazing. He he's straight up like, yeah, I kind of write them all with like a trilogy in mind. And so every single book is like its own trilogy. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, ah, he, this guy's fucking ridiculous. He's put yeah. out a million books a year. It's, yeah. He literally like writes what, two books a year or something. Well, unless it's a stormlight archives year and then he spends a whole year working on yeah. it. Yeah. Well, that, that one, you know, we'll talk later. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk later about it. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, so this is that point. Um, as far as like emotional feels, um, I don't really have like edgy picks. You guys pulled out like some like sci-fi novels. That probably yeah, like, I dude, actually informative. You want to know what the first one came to mind was? Hmm. It was uh, Toph from Avatar. Like straight up, like the idea of like, oh, I'm an object and I'm not wa- actually wanted to be anything other than like a thing. That one gets me, but I was like, I'll be edgier, you know. <laughs> I'll be, I'll I mean, be a little more hardcore. Yeah. Hey, I just, and this is just, my brain's fucked up. Matt don't give a fuck about Katara. Matt said Aang was sad because he got genocide. Toph was sad because she was an object. He didn't give a fuck Katara's mom got bodied well, pre-episode. I'll be straight up. <laughs> he I'll was be straight like, up. You, know, you know how many dead moms I've read? Like, <laughs> like, that's, Matt, that's said, fuck. Matt said fuck her and the fucking fire whip she took. <laughs> um... <laughs> There's another moment in a Brandon Sanderson book, actually. There, it's uh. Talk your shit. Talk your moment. Fuck it. There's uh. Are you you're gonna have to read Mistborn? Eventually. Eventually. I'll get there. Um. I'll try to be as vague as possible because. I mean, if you say it, I probably won't get to Mistborn for many moons. That's very fair. (laughs) Um. There's a. You said many moons. It's it's. I, 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 this moment is so important to me that I, it's chapter 52 in the third book of Miss Warren. Damn. Fuck. Damn. <laughs> and it's well, like, I read it when I was 19 years old. I was 332 <laughs> days. And it was Dude, July no. 17th. I, I swear to God, I haven't read this book in four, four or five years. I might've literally been 19 when I, last time I read it, but it's chapter 52 in the third Miss Warren book. And it's just this whole chapter where this guy is just trying to defend a village, essentially. And he's this, he's this, not godlike, but he's this guy of just incredible 
talent and power and he's like arguably one of the most powerful people on the world and he's trying to defend this one little village um from these fucking monster creatures that are attacking it and just the the whole chapter is a fight scene but it's got his internal monologue going the entire time and it's basically just why can't i defend literally everyone <laughs> and he's uh just pulling off these incredible monumental acts of strength and all this stuff. And he just keeps thinking like, why am I not good enough to save everyone? I can't save everyone. And just the, the way it's written is incredible. And just, uh, I love, I feel that, not that I want to save literally everyone in my life because I'm a selfish prick, but, um, like, honest though, that, honest. That, <laughs> that feeling of being like, why, why, if I'm so, uh, so I think it's not like I'm saying I'm good at everything, but like there's this feeling of like you're working so hard and uh, doing objectively so well and you can't do what you need to do was just uh, it was uh, absolutely relatable. <clears throat> it was absolutely relatable. Yeah. And like in the, the end of the chapter, he ends up saving uh he ends up saving a lot of people but he just keeps focusing on like i should have saved all of them etc cetera, etc cetera. and it's this weird uh defining moment for the character that leads to a lot of other um like explorations of his psyche and that stuff but it's just such a good well-written moment that you just feel just mm. no i get that that's um i mean like character wise to keep it kind of in the anime world is uh, that's what All Might feels like to me, is All Might mm -hmm. is the guy who tried forever to save everyone, and he just, and Matt knows farther along than I have, but I don't know if they've ever explained this completely, but out of everyone that's ever inherited that power, All Might feels like he burned it out faster than everybody because he was always trying to do everything. So I'll let you get there. Yeah, yeah no, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I don't, but All Might gives off that impression so early on, it's not like... No, they like actually... I, we're in, I'm thinking they might go into it next season with uh, My Hero, where they talk about the past. Oh, for once? Inheritors, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, it's dope. Uh, yeah. It's a dope art. To get to, um, this is going to have to be my last, about last 10 minutes here to wrap it up. Um, so I would have said um, growing up, once again, my pigs aren't very edgy. Um, it was. <laughs> I That's what you have us for. <laughs> yeah. Is like, I was definitely like, a huge Naruto person, even though ironically to have my Jiraiya moment until 23. And then. Jiraiya, Jiraiya hurts. Jiraiya hurts a lot. And yeah. it's like, it, that one just, yeah, I just, I was all, but I was also, and I was consistent. If Kukashi had actually died during the pain arc, that one I would have argued is just as big. Cause we got, we, he was homeless with us from episode four on. Like, how do you, how, like, the, the, the idea that he was just dead for X amount of episodes is like, damn, my nigga's just dead. Fuck. I didn't even get to process it because y'all were like, yo, he's dead, but now he's, now Naruto's back and it's like, fuck, this is cool, but my nigga's dead. <laughs> <laughs> like, how do I process this? Um, but then, um, uh, my second one that I genuinely had to like 
stop watching and like walk outside or like take a walk around um the living room or bedroom um assassination classroom um and that is oh. because of my own personal beliefs and how i feel about children is God. that show fucked with me so bad that um i left to work on time and was still late because i just could not walk inside the school for like a solid like 20 minutes yeah that's such i was a good show i was you watched assassination classroom? i did good for you i did i did i watched uh I think I watched maybe like 60% of it while Justin was watching it. Um, and then I... Well, well Justin's uh, watched it like four times. One, one of the times he <laughs> watched it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I watched about 60% of it with him, ran kind of sporadically. And then uh, I think I filled in the gaps mm. uh, right after I watched the finale, actually. Because <laughs> it was just such a good finale. It was yeah, just no. so fantastic. Yeah. I will still... And it's... you won't... I I recommended that to you. And it, no, and I, that is that is watch. That is that is I will say, and I'm about to sound like a hypocrite. That is one of like the two best recommendations Matt's ever given me. And, and that you was, won't watch Demon Slayer. I've been trying to. He like, won't watch I, Wolf of Wall Street. He won't watch Wolf of Wall Street. It's almost like we, we know what you want. And now niggas gonna talk shit. Hold up. Oh uh, yeah, watch Wolf shit. of Wall Street. goddammit. it. Oh, um, doesn't love you unless you watch Wolf of Wall Street. I don't think that's true. No. But you know, hey. we're timestamp two hours and time stamps. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, fuck it, let her run, see if she catches it. Um <laughs> uh, honorable mention, uh didn't think about this because I tried blocking it out of my brain. Uh the Damn. big the big uh tragic part of Last of Us Two uh fucked oh. me up. That made me have to like I I couldn't I couldn't believe. I was here for that. I, were, I had you. I wanted to. I wanted to walk out. Yeah, <laughs> and that was rough. you guys came over, and I had to keep playing. Oh, see. I don't think I. I don't think I've ever said, not like that, to a, uh, room full of people. I, I. I don't know. I'm not very. I'm not a people person, and <laughs> I don't emote <laughs> in front of people. And uh, it made me emote in front of people. That's Every I, I was fucked up. Alex was crying. Becca was laughing because she's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear I, that. Nah. I don't time think going to watch this far. Timestamp two hours and 11 <laughs> minutes. No, I, so I didn't watch Last of Us or play Last of Us. I'm sorry. Um, no, I know. I know. But like, I, I don't want to spoil it because it's still relatively new. No, that's um, fair. To anyone, to the four people that made it. Maybe Last of Us spoiler in three, two, one. Fam, we got over 4,000 listens. It's more than four people listening to this shit. You're right. Oh. One person had a really good time. <laughs> <laughs> Hit the fucking refresh button. I want to do it. Actually, you have 4,000 listens? I haven't checked in in a minute. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. That's, just, that's just on this show. Holy shit. Is this, um, is this the most profitable show? Second. I'm saying because I'm competitive. <laughs> <laughs> What's second, the, what's the second, count on my music video? Hold on. Second, but it's only, but it's kind of skewed because we only do this once a week. Hard file radio and the sports I do five days a week. So it's kind of like, for for the standalone shows, yes. For just the one, for only the once a week shows, yes. Um, I'll take that as a, a win. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'll I'll take my second place and then I'll fucking whoop ass. The um, um, what the fuck is I about to say? Man, I can still watch, like, the final roll call and just fucking cry like a bitch. Like, it's just – I just can't that that show. And oh, I was – I fought the whole second season, and I just, like 
and it sounds stupid. This is what I mean. Like it is simply an emotional thing because it sounded really stupid. I'm just like, they ain't going to do it. And, and, and I'm not as nice <laughs> as the other two spoilers as fuck. So if you, if you, if you haven't watched it, fuck you, I'm spoiling right now. I was like, they're not going to kill him. They're not going to kill him. Like they just can't like, and everything. And he was just getting away with everything. And I was like, all right, cool. I right, like, he's weaker. Well, like they can protect him. Like he ain't go, they ain't go do it. Then you got the backstory and you were like, damn. And then you got like the final really like the, about to do it. And then the government shot the fucking laser down. I'm like, damn. Homie graded homie made yearbooks while he was on fucking death row. Do you know how much of a You know how fast Mach 10 is? Dude, Justin's getting emotional right now. Just thinking yeah, about man, it. He, he got fucking know? ambushed while making yearbooks. Fam. Fam. My nigga did it all. Like, like that is. Yeah, no, I that is that that show is amazing. Um, that yeah, that is one of my definitely easiest um, emotional attachments. Um, yeah, yeah. See, this is fucked up because literally every time I look up, I literally have like to just go with like. This is why I don't try to get emotional in this room. I literally I got a what I got up in here. I got assassination class on my door, and you then can't if look I at it. I, if I look if I know it's right, so that's the left. Then I got to look directly straight. I have a Kobe Bryant through the years photo. And I'm Ooh, like, damn. That, that was only tragic because of this year. <sighs> and yeah, it's I like. that one. <laughs> it, I can't move it. Like. <laughs> I physically can't move it. <laughs> Kobe's angry ghost. Yeah. I know, man. Kobe's ghost would cuss me out. Um, and then, yeah, and I just got to look back here, and then I got to look at you two. And I'm like, fuck. Yeah, I wouldn't look at you. But the other choice is literally look directly up into the very bright light trying to blind me. You just so, look in the camera. Alex is really good at that. I'm not. I'm, I'm looking at you guys. Yeah, I got I to gotta watch. The, oh, looking the at the camera? I'm not a personality. Ah, looking at the camera is like, I, I think it's so-so, honestly. I think there's times where if you want to make a point, yeah, you look directly into the camera and you want to get your point across. You want them to know that you mean business. But at the time, that shit is kind of irrelevant. And I think there is something to your angle looking down on you, especially if you are trying to if you have obviously a bigger space than I have and they have like the cameras that'll go left to right with you on the stands and it's like, Oh, look at my seat. Look at my setup. Look at my stage. Look at, um, I can have graphics going on in the background. We're also but, not like talking to an audience. We're like talking to each other. So that, that too. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's like, even like when I do it solo, it's like, I camera, how the fuck are you camera? Do you know that I think you are a degenerate bleed? Anyway, what are your thoughts on baseball coming back? Tune in next week on Bam. COVID, you, you COVID is having COVID is having COVID is having COVID is not letting baseball do shit. The Cardinals have played five games about baseball do shit. I'm, I'm sorry. The Padres baseball. are some of the one of the better teams in the fam. They're not right going. Now. They're not. They're not going to get through another 15 games. The Padres? They're not going to get through another 15. Everybody. Yeah, they don't. I'll be straight up. They don't have a fucking COVID case. <laughs> they it don't, it don't matter. Case. It don't I matter. Don't a, Rob Manfred is literally. Here. <laughs> like, baseball oh, isn't such. Baseball isn't such a. Baseball isn't such. Rocky's got the best record. The baseball is in such a <laughs> fucked up state right now because of COVID. Like, niggas ain't going to play 60 games, dog. Niggas ain't going to play 60 games. But that's for another podcast. That is for 90 Feet. Please go tune into 90 Feet. Tony and I just dropped the episode yesterday, or today, or today as far as time of recording. 
um, yesterday in terms of time of release. Um, the Christian sleeve? No. Oh. <laughs> he just right. crawled out the window. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, he found a dog, though. Hey, shout out, shout out to the dog. Shout out to Rita. Um, hey, with that being said, um, I know we had a dope bumpy chapter, but this was a better conversation. Uh, appreciate Chris from coming on. Uh, talk yeah, about- we're on break next week anyway. We'll just talk about it next week. Facts. Um, shout out the band name, Chris. Let the people know uh, where you live. Life in people- Discord on every single piece of media that you have. L I F E I N D I S C O R D, like the computer program. See, he missed a perfectly good opportunity. He could have branded Life in Chris Cord now. And like well, it, it just it doesn't it's, exist yet. <laughs> yet? I mean, yet? A Wait a minute, band, all right? Can we just say? Can we? Can I just say something that we're like bringing back the plain white tees right now? Dog, my shirt's not white. Dog, your shirt is white enough. My shirt is purple as fuck. I just have a really bright light on me. I got three lights, and it's just it's real hot in this room. And Echo, set the thermostat to cool. Um. <laughs> Echo, please. Echo, <laughs> I, 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 I do that on the other show, and they keep telling me I've got home invasion money. And I'm like, no, I don't. No, I don't. Yeah, bro. Well, I mean, you see, this is actually not a white t shirt. This is actually my skin. Ah, you're right. I'm not going to lie. When Chris first walked in, the glow of the door and him kind of like merged for a second. Hey, I'll be real. My favorite's when I'm like about to record. So I turn on the light and I shut the door and I see the delay in uh, OBS. And I'm like, wow, I'm just appearing. Ooh, (laughs) what a cool power. Hey, man. But with that being said, don't forget, go check out Life in Discord on all your social media platforms. Go listen to songs. Uh, go listen to I Am a Shitty. This is the part where I'm a shitty friend. Oh. Name of the album. Name of the album. Name of the album. Chris, drop it. Life in Chris Cord. That's not the name <laughs> of the album. <laughs> the name of the album is Room to Breathe. We're actually going to be uh, dropping some new stuff. It's really, really good. Keep an eye. I don't know how to properly. No, that's it. Hey. Uh, <laughs> Room to Breathe. Where's your Life in Discord. Also, don't forget, as always, go check out the other shows. Hardcore Radio, 90 Feet, The Real Big Three Podcast, coming later this week. Appreciate y'all. Ever. Appreciate all of y'all for tuning in to AM for another week. Y'all are beautiful. Not really, but that's the nicest way I can end this. And we're going to catch y'all next week. Peace out, dudes. <laughs>